Hello and welcome to the Logcast. This is our 25th episode of the year, and it's also marking the two-year anniversary of Rare and Friends. Yay! I'm your host, David Jones, and I am joined uh, this week by Jeff, but no one else, just Jeff. Yeah. Just you and me, buddy. Just yep. you and me. Everyone else decided they wanted to like have lives and do stuff. Right. Visit <laughs> family, go out of town, whatever they're all doing. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> anyway, how are you doing, Jeff? How has your week I'm, been? I'm doing pretty good. Week's been good. Um, don't really have any complaints. Hasn't been as hot as it was last weekend here, so that was right. good. And... Uh, yeah, just been working, playing some games, you know, the usual. How about you? Uh, the same for the most part, though. I honestly, I mean, we already talked about this a little bit earlier, but I haven't really been playing very many games this week because I um, just set up a uh, Plex server with an old laptop, nice. and now I've been using it as an excuse to get like caught up in like, all the movies that I haven't seen yet. So I've been kind of not playing much games, watching movies instead which seems to happen with me especially as an adult when i have less time i have to i have more hobbies than time so a lot of times i just rotate them out i'm like all right this is a week i'm going to focus on my movie hobby <laughs> or this yeah. is a week i'm going to focus on my game hobby so that that gotcha. was mainly what i did um this week though so i, I kind of segue that white to what i actually played this week which was um mainly just galaxy of heroes on my phone nice. and um <laughs> I just picked up Titanfall 2 on sale for 20 bucks yesterday. Nice. So, so how far into that did you get? Um, I think the first two missions. Okay. Uh, I've been playing a bit of multiplayer too, so it's like I yeah. can't decide which one I want to do more. But, yeah. What uh, do you think I'm, of the campaign so far? I'm liking it so far. It's it's hard to really say just from the first two levels. Yeah. I definitely I liked the first one better than the second, I think. But um, we'll we'll see how it goes. It's definitely definitely different, and I think it is yes, um, probably definitely better than some of uh, um, the other FPS campaigns going around nowadays. Um, yeah, from what I've I... played, this might change. Uh, I'll just rank it against like you know Infinity Ward's mm-hmm. pre pre uh, breakup Infinity Ward's other games. I think I like it better than. The original two CODs and, of course, Titanfall 1, because that didn't really have a... Yeah. That, that was really barely a campaign. Yeah. <laughs> it was just Mike, it was just Mike Chatter over a, over a multiplayer match. Right. Um, I don't think I quite like it as much as the MW1 and 2 yet, though, but we'll see how yeah. that might change. It, uh, it really opens up a few more missions into it, so stick with okay. it. Oh, yeah. see. We'll see after you get past... There's a certain point. That cemented it for me, so I'll be curious what what you okay. think after yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, point. I definitely really like it. It's yeah. just it hasn't it hasn't like completely floored me yet. Right now, it seems like a a very a very above average FPS campaign. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So what have you been playing, Jeff? Oh, let's see. I'm gonna be boring and say the usual Rocket League. Mm-hmm. I think the week that that changes will be will shock everybody. Um, I also played Donkey Kong Country 2 this week with my sister, who's visiting, and uh, yeah, we played through just the first world in uh, competitive mode, and uh, then 
I introduced her to ukulele. I didn't play it, but she did, and she really liked it. She used to play banjo as a kid, so. Um, and then played Minecraft quite a bit with my brother, and then uh, yesterday got the DLC for Zelda, so I played that most of yesterday. Oh, I still need to download that. Like, I was distracted by Titanfall. Oh, man. But it's it's pretty great. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to do that. I'm hopefully, I mean, I heard Titanfall is a pretty small campaign, so I'm thinking it's, I'll hit yeah, that you'll up get to after. That I got four days off of work, so I'll finish yeah. up Titanfall and then go on to Zelda. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, curious what you think of a the rest of Titanfall and b the the new DLC. Trial of the Sword is hard as nails. Like, <laughs> yeah, honestly, um, the main thing I'm I'm looking forward to is the um, the tr- the map tracker. Yeah, that thing's pretty sweet. Yeah, cause and this, cause I, I, I feel like that'll make it a lot easier for me to find things on my own without using the guide. Totally. <clears throat> oh man. Totally. Um what I didn't realize is you can like actually quote unquote push play on it and it will it will replay your entire quest. Like it'll trace out the line for you. Um <laughs> That's which, pretty awesome. I don't know, I just I thought it just showed you a line. Like I didn't realize it would do that. And it like shows you where you died each time, mm-hmm. like when you warped. Um so you can kinda like watch that and just kind of relive your adventure, be like, Oh yeah, I remember here. Like there was one point, and I don't think this is too spoilery, but like right after um, Zora's domain, you have to go up and get some shock arrows. Um, and uh, <laughs> I tried to fight the Lionel at that point that protects them, and I died like probably six or seven times. And so I was watching the replay, and that's pretty early in my game file. Right. <laughs> and you just see me up, <clears throat> up on that mountain going, ah, ah, ah. It's so. Yeah, I think I tried like once, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm leaving that thing alone. I'm just getting the arrows." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then beyond that, like finding the new items and stuff is pretty cool. It it kind of gives you riddles or hints. Oh, cool. As to where to find them, so they're not totally oh. just. See, I assume yeah. they just like threw them about the world, and you just well, had to I thought find so them too. And I was that's, like, that's, that's what sucks. it does with the uh, that's the you know day one season pants content are literally just thrown yeah, around I got, randomly. With I went no and hints. looked for those. I knew those were on the Great Plateau because mm-hmm. at least they had said that publicly in their right. announcement. But so I went and looked for those. I think I found them all. Um, I think but, yeah, there's but, only yeah. three. And there's one. There's the one. The one with the switch shirt is the only one that's really anything. Yeah, I got the Switch shirt, and I got two other ones. So, yeah, I, I guess I got them. I can't remember. Yeah, I think one has Bob arrows, and I can't remember what the other one was. They're useful mm. early on, like, so it's like, I think they're more for people who, you know, who are just buying the game that buy the season pass, because then right. they're actually more useful at the start, but later yeah. on, it's just kind of like collect them to collect them. Yeah. But as far as the other stuff, I found the... I found the travel medallion, which lets you fast travel at any point. Um, or set a point to fast travel to. I mean, you can always fast travel at any point, but right. it lets you set a point at any point. Um, and then I found Majora's Mask, Minna's Helmet, and all of the Tingle outfit. I can only find one of the Phantom armor. So, still trying to find the rest of those when I turned it off last night i was too tired so anyway it's pretty cool pretty fun and uh it's a nice new challenge to go look for stuff awesome yeah i I look forward to that and then the next dlc for it later on this year yeah oh and trials of the sword i got like 10 rooms into that um it reminds me a lot of on wind waker on Mm -hmm. outside island there's like that 
cave you can drop into that you just kind of go fight through hordes of enemies that get increasingly harder. Should I even try that before I get all my heart containers? I wouldn't, because I have all mine and I made it only through 10. Yeah, okay. Yeah, see, um, that, I, I think I'm just going to get the masks and use the map and try to get all the shrines first, because I still haven't done that. Oh, okay, yeah, I would definitely do that first. <laughs> yeah. Um, what sucks is, like, I thought... I don't know, I thought, like, if you died, you could just kind of keep retrying that room, you know, or if you exited, you could go back into that room, but if you die, you start right back at the beginning, and that kind of sucks. I didn't check if I could save, because, you know, the game usually just automatically saves. Um, it didn't, so... Um, yeah, I'm not totally sure on that. Uh, if if you can't save while you're in there, I'll be a little annoyed. Um, but hmm. the fact that it didn't auto-save between each, like, level was annoying. So yeah, that's uh, a shame. Yeah, I didn't even want to retry it again. I was like, oh, screw that. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is we'll the hardest see, of the hardcore. Yeah, it, uh, it is very challenging and unforgiving. Because it's, yeah, it strips you. Ho- hopefully by the time... Good. I get to it. There'll be tons of cool strategies online. Because <laughs> I feel like this yeah. is going to be one of those things where I'm going to have to look up actual strategies about how to get past each segment as yeah. easily as possible. Because it sounds, yeah, it sounds pretty hardcore. Yeah. The one I died in, I, I shouldn't have died. I, um, The game glitched. And so one of the rooms, I don't know if I'm, this is going to spoil, I don't think it's going to spoil anything. Like every enemy is going to be down there. So I was fighting a Hinox, Hinox, whatever. Um, and I did the like crouch and get on his hand and got on his belly. And I was like stealing his, um, I was trying to steal his like stuff on his necklace, which is like a really nice sword and shield and stuff. And I clipped through his stomach and just fell and that woke him up. And so he just took me out. Oh, I was kind of pissed. So anyway, uh, yeah, it's, it's good DLC. Highly recommend it. Well, Awesome. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, I think we may as well move on to the news after that fun. Okay. Our first item of the news is that Platonic finally released their uh, spit and polish update, uh, which is the part of the green and purple patch for PC players. So not, none, none for us uh, console folks yet. Though I do own a copy of the PC version, so I'm not sure why. I just don't try it there. But <laughs> yeah, you could. <laughs> that I have. See, I already de- I deleted it after I finally got my Xbox copy in the mail. So oh, gotcha. now it's just like oh, I have to start over again and re-download it and make space for it again. But anyway, um, it is out. It's in testing for Xbox and PlayStation. Along with the the Switch version itself was also mentioned, even though we still don't even have a date for that. I get the feeling that maybe it's done, and they're just waiting for the patch to be tested for it so they can release it. Um, it's through. basically what they implied. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. So it means that literally, I bet you they were literally just waiting for this patch to be done. Like, they probably had finished it a long, a, well, I won't say a long time ago, but I, it had probably been finished a lot quicker than we thought. And they just wanted to make sure that, you know, if they're releasing a new version, that it was just, this was going to be the one without all the uh, issues that had came with the release of the Xbox right. and PlayStation version. So I think it makes yeah. sense. And I'm glad they did it that way rather than 
pushing it off and you know pissing off some more people with the casino glitch yeah so and uh, good news they did finally confirm that the casino glitch will retroactively fix your your save file so as soon as you enter the area it will give you the tokens that are missing back and then you can go recash them yep and they, so. there's a g- ginormous list of tweaks and fixes they made. Because this is yeah. not just bug fixes. They've actually changed yeah. actual gameplay-related things. Like I, I think know we covered that when they announced it. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's worth mentioning again if we did. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of changes. Like design changes, too. Mm-hmm. Like I know so. the... I've I've heard um, from PC players that the, um, the, was it the Grotto... Area. I think there's another thing. Before. Yeah, I saw something about that that you can. Yeah, that, that they legitimately changed the design of that segment, so that, it's a lot that's easier now. Disappointing. I mean, yeah. it was hard, but you could always come back with your flying move, and you shouldn't. They shouldn't have. They yeah, shouldn't have changed I think that they one. didn't really need to do that. But I guess just so many people were complaining about it. I mean, yeah. it's nice that they listened, but I feel like they you can't listen to everybody. <laughs> right. No, you you really can't. You can't, and you can't pander to like the lowest denominator like i don't know i all i would have wanted out of it is if you reached that halfway point in the middle and you fell off after that point that Mm. it would restart you there instead of the beginning like if they just added that that would have been perfect for me like essentially a checkpoint but i think by and large most of the most of the changes are massive improvements yeah no i would agree with that yeah the only complaints i've heard from some are like yeah they made the grotto too easy and i guess they they added signposts to help you find the levels, and apparently yeah. it's like seems a little bit like you really need that. <laughs> yeah, that uh, another one that I felt was kind of pandering to the lowest common denominator. I, yeah. I mean, I remember when I was first playing. Yeah, I didn't really know where anything was, but just like the banjos before it, like I just memorized the layout eventually yeah. and figured it out. Like both um, that and the grotto are parts that like there's slight frustrations with it but then mm-hmm. i was actually glad they did it that way because there was sort of a sense of accomplishment of right finding everything and in in the overworld and of beating the grotto so yeah i understand why they did it but i was kind of disappointed a little bit that they pandered to the new school players all the kitties yep the, the back in my day yeah <laughs> don't make me Frankie go cranky kong. kong on you now yeah um, no, I watched a video of somebody fighting Rampo with the new camera and the new uh, jump ability. As far as going up inclines, you can jump normal height now mm-hmm. instead of a reduced height. And that uh, It wasn't a reduced height. It was that you jumped to the normal height before, but when trying to go up a hill, if you're jumping the normal height, you're only jumping as high as the hill in front of you. So okay. um, it's a lot easier to clear the logs and a lot easier to just do it. Um, so hopefully I, next time I do it, when the patch comes out, I won't have to cheat and fly <laughs> <laughs> right yeah i did the like i didn't even find him until i had the fly move so same yeah so i, I don't even know how it was supposed to supposed to have been but yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm looking forward to because i think i think what i'm gonna do in my second playthrough of the game is that i'm actually gonna expand each world as soon as i can yeah ditto Since no that, was, that, that would definitely create a different experience rather than uh, how i did yep. it before so anyway cool. Anything Alrighty. else on ukulele? Should we move on? Nah, I think we're good with that. Okay. Um, the next news bit that we've got here is that a group of elementary age students who won the, I think, the school apps challenge visited Rare's Twycross headquarters uh, this week. And they, uh, there's some pictures posted. It looks like they got to try out a HoloLens unit, which the only reason I put that in there is 
it's interesting to me that they have a hololens at rare now because i don't think they did when i was there because i think i asked um and i don't know that that particularly means anything but i don't think it rules out that they aren't testing it in you know like their incubation department Um, young conquer too (laughs) with the real assets that wouldn't (laughs) actually be a bad idea because what lucky's tale or whatever this thing is was a vr game and i think and and people that i've seen post reviews of young conquer they all praise the gameplay they just don't like the art style yeah um so maybe they're really fixing I, it up maybe they'll go over take the code and, and get your abomination <laughs> of art assets out of it and put in ours yeah maybe i mean they may have inherited the project but yeah. i i doubt it i think that's probably something original if yeah. they are um and and more than likely they're just prototyping and experimenting at this point i can't imagine it yeah, I They've mean, they're a first-party studio, so I'm sure right. they have first dibs and that type of stuff. So Yeah. It's not like Microsoft has many first-party studios to give their tech no. to. So. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if anything comes of that or if it's just something for more like as a... Because it is a useful thing for like office applications and mm-hmm. Skype meetings and stuff. So it's not to say that it's not for just purely business purposes and not to create something on, but... Mm. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, and they also posted a picture of the kids singing with Robin Beanland in the sound studio at Rare and um, said that they were singing a song for Sea of Thieves. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they use children's voices. Um, yeah. Not sure how that will work, but uh be interesting if it does. And if not, I mean, it, it may have just been an experience for them. Yeah, um, I think there's plenty of places they could put like a children's choir that would be like really creepy. That's true. Yeah, like, like a no, haunted. Yeah, anything. like I could see it like some skeleton, like a big skeleton fight. Have like sort of eerie music in the back room with like a children's yeah. choir. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty much it that I saw from that visit. It looked uh, looked like the kids had a good time, and probably the chaperones did too. Cool. Um, there was also a new tales from the tavern podcast. Looks like they discussed uh, E3 and uh, the build, the new build of the game. Uh, John McFarlane, Emma, Emma Joe Neat, Mike Chapman, and uh, John Mc, McMur- I don't know how to McMurtry. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, John. And uh, about the narrative of the E3 trailer. He he's John McMurtry is the infamous or famous uh, narrator of the. E3, see if the Australian. Oh, see, I never knew who that was because I, I know that voice so well. I didn't realize because he's mm-hmm. been, hasn't he been in like a lot of just random YouTube videos? Like, he's like the done and a stuff? lot of their voiceover work, and then yeah. he was one of the pirate consultants back during that uh, Talk Like a Pirate Day video. Oh, okay. It was him, him and Bobby. I don't know how to say Bobby's last name. Lam, Lamarand? Lamarand? <laughs> Sorry, Bobby. I, I just know him as like the rare voiceover voice now. Yeah. Like it's I didn't realize kind of, this. I, didn't, I I was never like 100% sure who that was, but the noise most, the voice is like so iconic now. Most people thought he was Simon Pegg apparently after the E3 trailer. Huh. Which I don't know who Simon Pegg is. I think someone said it was a Star Trek guy, but I don't Wait, I you, couldn't wait, tell you. what? What? I you don't know who Simon you. Pegg is? No. Oh, God. Not by name. I maybe know him by his voice, I don't know. Um I bet he's, you he's in Scottish. like 
Yeah, he's in. So he he's he is he's Scotty in the two Star Trek movies. Um, oh, he's in Shaun go. of the Dead. He's in Hot Fuss. Okay. He's in like every Edgar White movie. <laughs> gotcha. I've never seen any of the, the new. He's uh, in the Force movie. Awakens. Uh, the under the 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 guy the the alien that uh, gives Ray the rations. He's in that costume. Okay. Okay. He's in yeah. like everything. <laughs> so he's like the main Scottish actor of Hollywood right now. Yeah. He he. I mean, he started out as kind of like a cult thing, but he he's pretty cool. He was also. I think his big uh, claim to fame is the t- British TV series Spaced. Okay. I think we've been kind of talked about that around you before. Probably. And recommend yeah, you watch I, it. And you without don't. any context, I usually don't register yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> um, no, I yeah, love a lot Simon of people, Pig. A lot of people thought he was Simon Pig, and Rare had to clarify that he was not. That would be cool if they got Simon Pig to do it, though. <laughs> like the they don't need him if they got John. That's true. I mean, just like this, get him to be like an NBC in the game. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm very curious about the NPCs uh, in in this game. Um, just really quickly, bunny. What does he call it? Rabbit tracking. Not that. Anyway, um, because they they said in their inter- I want to say the IGN interview or maybe the GameSpot interview during E3 that the the NPC characters are going to be memorable, kind of classic rare characters. So that kind of piqued my interest a little bit. Because it's kind of the first that they've mentioned that, um, so there, you know, there's there's hope for folks like us who who want that rare charm and humor, which the game is full of in assets, but not so much in character, uh, because the players are the characters, and you know, so anyway, I'm excited about that. Yeah, should um, be good. Yes. So uh, there's some other tidbits from that podcast. Did you have a chance to listen to it yet? I I did not. I'm sorry. Okay. No, it's okay. I've listened through it twice. It, I mean, there's lots of good stuff, but it was mostly kind of just talking about the experience of E3 and what they did and, um, you know, getting to meet some cool people. And, uh, yeah, but, uh, beyond that podcast, there is another podcast, which is the party chat podcast, which is hosted by the moderator of the Xbox subreddit. Um, and that one featured Emma Craig and Ryan Stevenson, who's the only one we haven't had on our show. So we should probably have him on, um, who is the art director of Sea of Thieves. And, uh, they were talking just kind of about the game and the, uh, some of the their past work at rare and stuff like that. And I think the funniest takeaway I got from that episode was, um, they went a little more in depth about the shark glitch we talked about a few weeks Mm ago. And, uh, that, uh, Emma was saying they had people visiting the studio and got to play a build of it. And the sharks were flying and coming out of the water. And one of them ended up in a tree and it was just, (laughs) it sounded really funny. I would love Uh, to ride a shark if you're listening rare. I know, man, I, I I really want to, shark riding like should be a way to tame them especially flying shark riding like have that be like the ultimate goal <laughs> yeah i want to fly a shark through the air that shoots laser beams out of its eyes there you go i don't know about the laser beams but i you know magical rays of energy would be pretty cool yeah i mean just th- this thing there's gotta be just, like you're just sailing around the seas and all of a sudden right? you just hear this noise something soaring through the sky and it's a dude riding a shark <laughs> pretty sweet no i don't know with like the mer people and that kind of lore going into it there's got to be like other magical stuff so Mm -hmm. totally fit yeah make it make it happen yes (laughs) um 
Also, it looks like there's going to be some Sea of Thieves related item in this month's Loot Crate. Or is it just Loot Gaming month? Loot Gaming. I don't know if they're a division of Loot Crate, crate, but yeah, it's a Loot Crate style Loot Gaming thing. Um, I don't know what the items are yet, but I guess if you're into loot boxes, you might want to do that. I've never got a loot box before. Yeah, I haven't either. Part of it sounds like it sounds like cool but at the same time i feel like i'm probably just for the most part getting ripped off (laughs) yeah you're gonna get a bunch of cheap crap that you're not gonna have room to display or use and yes yeah some of it it's like one cool thing probably for every 20 crap things so i don't know i guess someone who does it can attest better but we'll see um and i'll be very curious to see what it is if it's one of the official giveaways that rare's been doing or if it's going to be uh something custom that this company is going to kind of officially license Uh, who knows but yeah um and then the last bit of news this week is that rare held a large and what they called rowdy audio recording session for sea of thieves uh that at least i think we assume it was for sea of thieves uh had the whole community team video team and facilities team helping lend their voices so I'm wondering if maybe they're kind of recording some tavern background sounds or some hmm. townsfolk, like who knows. Yeah, um, who knows? Yeah, as you said, who knows? But I, I do think it's encouraging that they're just doing so much voice work now. I feel like that means that things are really starting to come together more so than we know. Yeah. Because that, that seems like something you do a lot closer um, to the end of things. So if they need that many voices, that means they must you probably have like you know a lot more NPC stuff, maybe a lot more quest-related stuff, yeah. things that could require human noises. Right. They did, uh, and something I forgot to put into the news, but related to this, they did <laughs> mention this week, or one of the, actually it might have just been Joe Neat, mm-hmm. but mentioned this week that they had accidentally inserted a wave file of amir uh who's been on the show mm-hmm. uh <laughs> from like last year's e3 trailer just him talking and it was just kind of playing randomly throughout the world <laughs> <So> <laughs> curious i mean it is curious what it was meant to be and what file it was supposed to be in there you know if it was him or something that we did while we were there like you know, I, I wonder cool. it's thought of it too because i wonder if this could just be um actually player voices because once you get into character creation a lot of uh games with really in-depth character creation have options to sort of select a different voice for your various grunts and things like that mm, that could be so that's something they could go through because i don't think they've really talked about that and i don't think of any of the footage that's been shown off there's been very much like noise from the player characters. yeah the only one i can even think of is in the e3 trailer when they fired the guy out of the cannon in like third person so like when you if you you were on the shore and they fired the guy from the ship to the shore you could hear him kind of like screaming as he landed but yeah i don't recall hearing much else it's just one of those things that you don't really think about it right but that's been something that's almost in every other rare game is that usually your player character is very is at least a little bit vocal yeah yeah and usually has some like loose noises when they get hit or die or things like that so yep that could be it could be or a, NPCs. Either way, it sounds like they're getting into the polish stage of things more. So sounds good. Yeah. So I think that uh, I think that wraps it up for the news. All right. So let's move on to our main topic. So as I said earlier, um, 
this is the two-year anniversary of uh, Rare and Friends. Well, actually, it was June 30th, so this will go up like a, like two days after. So this will be like a year and two days anniversary. Two, two years and two days. Yeah, whatever, whatever it's I a meant. It's two-two anniversary. Yes. <laughs> July so, 2nd, um, so probably not going to be a really in-depth main topic today, but um, I figured since just just me and Jeff, we can just go through and talk about like um, some of our favorite moments and things that we've done over the past couple years and that'll hopefully entertain you or at least shamelessly plug our own podcast and encourage yeah, you to maybe, maybe to go look back on some of our uh yeah our uh, past episodes that we really had a good time with as so, rough as they may or may not be <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah if if you're new here you might not know about some of these and we we've actually done some pretty cool stuff that I still have to remind myself that they happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which, yeah, it seems kind of weird considering, you know, we're still a small, like, little fan site of a very small part of the gaming community. <laughs> the Rare fandom is not a very big fandom. It's probably, like, literally one of the smallest fandoms I can think of, but the people in it are just so hardcore. So it's yeah. it's really crazy to me that, like, a studio like Rare, like, interacts, you know, regularly with the... Uh, these small little crazy fan sites like us so yeah that's exactly. pretty cool um the first thing i have on the list i think this was our biggest um thing that happened to us our first big interview was um former uh, programmer uh, nick macon yeah. who works on uh, making who works at making games now he's working on a game called a uh, raging justice which we've talked about off and on i don't think we've really in depth talked about it in a while because there hasn't been any news right i think the most we've said is like man wonder if raging justice is coming out this year yeah (laughs) pretty much so i I do think it'll hit this year but maybe this fall yeah i i think he's getting really close yeah so that i'm excited about that um it it looks like a really gorgeous game Um, i love the art style yeah so yeah. Rendered in the rendered in the SNES era style of <clears throat> pre-rendered sprites, it looks like that. Um, I, I've wanted a pre-rendered throwback game for so long. I don't know yeah. why no one does it anymore. Um, I forget the artist's name, but it's another guy that used to work at Rare. I think it's I feel, Jay something. I can't remember his last name. Okay, yeah, I feel really bad. I've, I've yeah. asked. I'm sorry. Your times. art is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then of course Please that Steve Burke soundtrack. So it. Uh, yeah. I've watched many a stream of Nick's uh, as he was developing the game, mm. and it just looks incredible. Looks like so much fun. Yep. Did um, you ever submit a name for yourself to be in the game when they were doing taking submissions? Oh yeah, I don't remember what I. I don't. I didn't. Was it name? I didn't realize it was names for us. I thought it was just like name the baddies. Yeah, it was name the baddies. I. I mean, I was vain and called my. <clears throat> geez, I think I called mine Jeff the Wrecker or something. Oh, yeah. I didn't put myself in there. I gave some suggestions. I don't even remember what they were though. But I. Gotcha. I think they got included. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw mine and during one of the programming, and oh, he can. Cool. He confirmed it with me. Like I even was talking to him in Twitch stream, and he like did a, a search and found it and he's like oh yeah you're you're good so pretty, pretty <laughs> cool awesome. yeah i think yeah. mine got into, i'm sure mine did because i think i gave him like three or four or something and I, i'm from what it sounds like they were pretty much including anything that got you know that was appropriate that was suggested yeah, so pretty much yeah I, I, i'm sure it's gonna be one of those things where i don't remember what i said but they'll once i see them pop up i'll probably oh that was one of mine yeah and i'll feel special <laughs> 
Yep. So yeah, so the interview that you guys had him on was was really cool. That was the uh, <laughs> I remember distinctly. That was the episode where you announced that I had joined the crew, the oh. Rare and Friends team. So it was pretty sweet to listen to that interview and then at the end to get a little shout out from you guys. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure. I was thinking back when I was writing these down in the notes. I was like, was Jeff on board yet? I can't remember. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> well, you were just not part of this interview. Yep. yep. And uh, we. Yeah, we now have uh, our fantastic four-man crew. Yes. The first new edition. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. technically Kev was the first new edition. That's but, true. But yeah. with the show, since he debuted with the show, it wasn't yeah. really First well addition known. to the show. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. So, yeah, yeah, that was a fantastic interview. Mm-hmm. He goes down, in addition to talking about Raging Justice, he went through a lot of uh, cameo and perfect dark development yeah perfect dark zero yeah perfect dark zero i'm sorry uh and i feel like we just learned like a bunch of random things that yeah like the xbox avatars sky app or something yeah so it's he mentioned he worked on that it's yeah if you want to just learn some random tidbits and inside look into game development of those games really recommend you check that out yeah that was was a really good interview Mm -hmm. um so let's see. The next kind of highlight was the the trip, the trip of a lifetime. Um, <laughs> yeah. That I got to go on and uh, go visit Rare, and then really the, the the highlight for the site and for the show is a getting to have a full written like day one editorial of the Sea of Thieves experience mm-hmm. on our site that got a ton of traffic for us just because it was like the first article published. <laughs> yeah um, i would i would find things about that like when i was looking through like the the traffic you would find where people linked it and i would just find random links to it and people like using yeah. it to like cite points when they were arguing with people about like, yeah about like especially about um because there was that big thing about oh would you guys pay it or something yeah and like oh uh-uh, look at this article this, this guy, guy, this guy was says right here yeah so, so that was pretty cool to get to do that and then to have all those people and myself on the show was was pretty sweet i don't know if our viewers loved having that many weeks in a row of just, wasn't it like six episodes or? i hope not it probably was yeah it was five it, was. it had to be at least five it was yeah. five or six parts and i i can understand that retelling that same story five or six weeks in a row probably got boring but for <laughs> archival purposes i think it's great that we yeah. were able to do that and hear each individual story because mm-hmm. they were all very distinct yeah so. that, that that's i think one of the main reasons we wanted to do it that way was because yeah. um, the longer you wait, the less people are going to remember. And we have exactly. get, you know, as many people on as we could to document their experiences. Because yeah. I know, you know, I love going back and um, like I recently went back and read um, the experiences of RareNet and Rare Extreme when both of them went to Rare. Yeah. And I thought those were super interesting. I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, 10, 20 years from now... It, having all those people come on and talk about that i feel like they're going to be really interesting to a lot of folks who wanted to see how the studio was mm-hmm, back in totally. the, you know 2016 yep and so. even i mean maybe rare employees that join after the visit that mm-hmm. are curious how it went i don't know like it's a cool yeah. account of it so yeah it was pretty pretty sweet little couple of, i guess month and a half we did there of coverage <laughs> after milk that puppy if you did not enjoy it at the time, I'm sorry, and thank you for bearing with us. Yes. Yep. It was for the histories. That's right. The histories are very important. 
And so shortly after that, just like a couple months later for our podcast one year anniversary, you want to go ahead and take that? Yeah. Um, we had, we had rear studio head Craig Duncan on our show. <laughs> yeah. I still can't that was a thing that, that happened. Yep. <laughs> I'm not sure how, but it happened. Yep. <laughs> Well, so I think I remember we were talking like, hey, who can we have on? And then we, we were kind of mainly thinking of most. Maybe we could get Emma. And then right. I can't remember who suggested Craig. I like, think hey, I maybe did. I was like, you know Craig what? Come on. I, I, I know him. I can just ask. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things where I was like, there's no way he's saying yes. But Yeah, that's what let, I let's just let's just Let's just, you know, start big. And then we're like, you know, then we're like, LOL, no, you guys are crazy. Then we'll right. like, you know, go down to like, you know. Not that Someone anyone else would bit. be less, but I think you understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <no>. Studio head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we figured that, like, yeah, no way. Here's someone from the community team. That's right. kind of at most, if that. Or they could have completely said no to anything. Right. <laughs> so, and then the fact that literally, like, it wasn't even that much notice. Wasn't it, like, like, a week's notice or something? Yeah, like, we reached out, like, on Monday or Tuesday for, like, a Saturday recording. Right. It was, oh it my was gosh. crazy, and I was like, "Look, we we don't have to do it this week. We could do it like the next week after or whatever." But um, Emma helped coordinate that with him and myself, and it just uh, it worked out. It worked yeah. out. Yeah. Then we talked to Craig Duncan. <laughs> yeah, and he was he was great. Guest yeah, to have he's on like the, the nicest and, guy. And um, I feel like he just seemed. I mean, he felt like he was really at ease with us too, which I thought was cool. Yeah, like, he didn't. And it didn't feel like he was just sitting there with like a, a corporate approved script or anything like that. It's right. Like, you know, he was having a, a good time talking through. He's stuff. a gamer. He's a, yeah. a great leader. Good guy. Um, very genuine. And uh, it was awesome. I was awesome having him on the show. And if Craig, yeah. if you are listening, uh, thank you again. That was, yeah. Thank you so much. Incredible. It was really good. Just hearing a lot of those game industry stories. I know his, I was really interested in, and even his before rare stuff where he talked about, um, what was the studio name? Like, uh, well, he's at Sumo. And, Sumo. Um, yeah. yeah. Sumo Digital. Yeah. I thought his like t- stuff he talked about with Sumo Digital was super interested. Because I'm actually i actually kind of a, a little bit of a fan of their work, too. They seem like oh, yeah. really... I, I've really been enjoying their work lately, especially yeah. like Snake Pass. <laughs> yep, so. Snake Pass, and they've done the Sonic games. And I've, yeah. never, I've never played any of the Crackdown games, but I, just, I heard they're working on the third one, and I'm a lot more interested to check it out now. Oh, okay. I didn't realize so. they were helping or doing that one that's cool well yeah um, well I, I believe the original company um that made it is like defunct gotcha okay. so now they have they have the original guy who's okay whose name is also david jones which is the creator oh, of, yeah, the, yeah. Of, of gta <laughs> so it's yep. basically david jones sounds really weird to say you know then backed by uh, sumo digital as his development team okay cool so yeah could be fun Speaking of Sumo Digital, Snake Pass is for sale in the Xbox Summer Sale, I think, as well as the Steam Sale. So pick it up. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. <laughs> you need to I get should... that, dude. I know. I, I suppose I already got. I told myself I, I would get one game. I know. It's Honestly, okay. I don't really care if it goes back up on sale because it's already so cheap. So. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. So uh, after Craig, a few what months later, not too long ago, uh, we had Emma and Cameron from the community team on the show for an interview to talk about community and the rare fans and you know all that good stuff. And uh, that was pretty fun. We got some some good stories out of them and and a great uh, interview. Yeah, it, it was great 
great talking to those guys, you know, because I, I think we've all interacted with them on like social media and right. stuff like that. And what goes, you, you know, you actually met them. Yeah. <laughs> but I think for me, you know, a lot of people probably just like listeners, probably a lot of them probably even hadn't heard them that much. I think they'd been on a couple podcasts. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, you know, they've been on the party chat one a couple times. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, they're on like I know Emma's now on the CFC's uh, podcast all the right. time. Yeah. I remember like right after the trip, I felt like I had never heard her voice. I think I think Pirate Port Radio had her on mm, a little yeah, bit before sure. us. Yeah, but I remember like you know right around that time was the first time I actually started hearing what she actually sounded like. So I thought that was cool to be one of the first people to have her on before she became a internet superstar. Yeah. Yep. That's and, right, Emma. Uh, You're a superstar. It was cool having uh, Cameron on because I, I don't think Cameron's yet been on uh, Tales from the Tavern. I, yeah, I he he's think. on a little really like less stuff than Emma. Yeah, really. he does a lot of behind the scenes work for the forum, I think, and uh, mm-hmm. writes articles and and something we actually didn't put in the news, but this week he wrote an article. It was essentially a personal recap of E3, um, and it's it's a good read talking about their journey over their experience in LA and with the, the announcement and the trailer and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's good, good read. Very funny, classic rare humor in there. He's a great writer. So check that out as well on the rare website or see if thieves website. I think it's on the sea of thieves website. Can't remember. Yeah, I think, I think it is. I'm not sure though, but I feel like most of the newer write-ups have been there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a good, another good interview, and we surely must do another one soon because it's been a while. Yeah, I mean, we're a two-year-old show now, so that means lots of doors. Or I guess, well, two-year site technically. Yeah, the show. I not think. Quite yet. Oh shoot! When is when is our this two-year anniversary of the logcast? Uh, it was around Talk Like a Pirate Day, but yeah, it was like, like around September. three weeks before that. Oh, it was the week. Okay, I remember. <laughs> I always tie everything to personal events, so don't think this is super conceited. But the week that I won the um, that signed Banjo Kazooie thing, so it was like the third week mm-hmm. of August. Okay, no, fair enough. <laughs> See, I can I can tie I can tie things to uh, video game releases. Mm, there you go. Well, it was like two or three weeks after Rare Replay came out. Then I know I, I feel bad sometimes when I was like, "So, uh, when did you guys get married?" I was like, "Oh yeah, right about the PS4 release date, so 2013." <laughs> That's funny. (laughs) That's one you should probably nail down in your head. I know, but that, 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 when literally people ask me to like play stuff, I I sort of go back to what games I was playing around that time. Yeah. (laughs) That's immediately where my mind goes. Kind of the same way. And I remember talking with Chad from DK Vine about this when we were in in England. It's like we, and and I think Kyle, the same thing. Um, or maybe we were talking about this when we were playing Sea of Thieves. doesn't matter. But we were talking about the same thing. It's like what rare game came out at that point in my life is what I compared a lot right. of things to. It's like, <laughs> when did the Monica Lewinsky scandal happen? Oh, about the time Jet Force Gemini came out. <laughs> like, <laughs> stuff like that. Actually, yeah. it was before that. It was, it was probably when Banjo-Kazooie came out, actually. But um, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, there's a couple other things I added to the list. I don't know if you want to jump into those. Or... Oh, yeah. Well, we guess we could. We, I, 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 this, this may or may not be a highlight to some of you, but I, we, I thought it was a highlight. I thought it was really cool. As a did, fan, did you guys like it? Okay, this was a three-hour episode. I think this yeah. was way, way too much. And and maybe not the whole of it, but the 
the fact that someone from our site achieved it within like i mean within a month of the game coming out or whatever right um was kev's rare replay 100 percent episode yeah it, um, it's a pretty sweet achievement it, yeah it's, it's amazing that kev did it but this should have been like a three-parter probably <laughs> yeah it should have been it definitely should have been probably like, we just kept going until it was done and we hit three hours you probably could have done eight bit and then 64 yeah. slash arcade and then this yeah. was one of our probably like our first episodes wasn't it like episode it was early five yeah. or something yeah it was very early and yeah, so we were like, we st- we didn't realize at that point how bad it is to go that long. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm not sure why because it's very rare that I personally will listen to another podcast over like right. an hour and a half. That's like my max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I have a hard time with it too, and part of it's just my time. It's like I can only listen really. Well, I, I only set aside time aside mm-hmm. to listen during my commute. So you know, I get about 25 minute commute in the morning and 30 or 40 minute commute in the afternoon. So. Yeah, like an that hour is like the perfect episodes. time for a podcast. Yeah. We go over from time to time, but we've really been trying hard to like keep our podcasts around an hour now. That's right. Because I know that literally is my <laughs> the advice of Craig too. Duncan. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it was Craig, Craig Duncan's suggestion, and he was completely right. Because I'm the same way. Like I, yeah, I like totally. to listen for a podcast for about an hour. Yep, and, and that's and if I want to listen to more to podcasts. You know, after that hour, I'd rather listen to another hour podcast, not the same one, you know? Totally. So, yeah. So, yep. So, was it cool. was a learning experience, but it was a really crazy, you know, uh, accomplishment for Kev. Right. And if you want to know what it was like for a human being to get all the stamps and where replay, you guys should go yeah, and, I mean, and listen to that. It was fascinating, some of his strategies for, like, Perfect Dark Zero, mm-hmm. because that's an online-only achievement system. Um, oh, yeah, I know. I, I helped him with some of those, because I remember yeah. grinding with him, and it was... But, holy cow, some of those strategies to grind that out. Yeah. I, I still need to do that, and maybe we should all just do that together. Oh, my gosh. it's it, Even just the little time I spent <laughs> helping Kev with it was, like, maddening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Yeah. Now, the, I think if the four of us just play it, maybe co-stream it on Mixer or something mm-hmm. for, for the site, we could maybe try and get those for the rest of us. I don't Right. I don't yeah, I, I had this game. thing where I really want to go back and... I was doing it for a little while. I wanted to try to get all the stamps for the 360 yeah. games out of the way oh, first. Okay. Yeah. I did Viva Pinata, and then I, I was working on Cameo, but... Nice. I think I. S- I'm getting close. Now I, I like. It's been so far back that I can't remember what I've gotten because I was trying yeah. to get all the collectibles. So now I'm like, oh shoot, how much fruit did I get? <laughs> yeah. So. Yep. So yep. Good episode. And yep. uh, yeah, and then the last one I put on there was the uh, holiday episodes. Uh, we've done two of those now, and I was on the first one, which was kind of cool. It was my first time on the logcast. And I remember I had a really crappy Wi-Fi connection at the time. So I was like cutting out and couldn't hear you guys. <laughs> and I had a really crappy mic. Mm-hmm. And it was just a nightmare. And you guys were like, God, this guy's technically inept. Yeah. Uh, we even had like a conversation like when you asked to be part of the staff and we were looking for new people. It was like, man, it was really rough what we got back from him. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> I didn't. Is, is this going to be every time we have him on? Now. It's going to be ten times more work, or yeah, and, uh, yeah. But hopefully, I've made up for that. <laughs> oh, absolutely! No, we're glad you had you on. I mean, it was just like one bad interview, but it was like there was so much editing work to fix it. We were like concerned yeah. <laughs> that this was like either something was like horribly wrong with your setup. Yeah, it was not good, but we we survived. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, but no, that just the concept of that first episode was really fun. Um, the whole, I don't know if it was like a Doctor Who parody or if it was not. I don't know. that I, that whole episode was literally Kev's brainchild. Okay, it was like this More or not less. time traveling, but like warping around the planet on Christmas Eve and visiting yeah. all the Rare yeah. Friends fans <laughs> and uh, just talking about like their first rare experience and their Christmas rare experience, and it was pretty pretty cool. Yeah, and then last year i don't did you did you have a highlight from that specific episode um i think your interview was pretty good there you go <laughs> oh, <thanks. laughs> so, so to me I, I i don't think i me personally i i i don't know i didn't know about that episode <laughs> that's true you were, you kind of missed a couple segments on it too didn't you yeah i, I wasn't on all the segments and, and to me the final project was just i thought was kind of weird but i know a lot <laughs> of people liked it. liked it yeah it was it was cool it it the execution maybe was a little off as far as like my mic equipment was crap and mm-hmm. some other people's were and it, you know was poorly scripted as far as like pretending that oh you just appeared in my bedroom um, <laughs> other than that right was, no i mean kevin did a really good job putting that all together yeah in, you know w- with almost zero help yeah so that that was that was pretty cool of him but to me, it's not as big of a milestone for me personally because I was barely involved with it gotcha. other than the segments I was on, and I got it online. Okay. Yeah, from an outsider, it was a cool thing. Yeah. And then last year's holiday episode, I thought I thought we did a really good job with that and Clay's intro um, stuff and like adding jingle bells and your, uh, your fireside welcome and um, yeah, all that. I just And then like the commercials that I made and, and Kev mm-hmm. made one, and it was, uh, it was pretty fun. Yeah, the Battletoads commercial you did was, uh, was pretty <laughs> top That was my favorite. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so. Yeah. It makes, makes me think we should do more stuff like that. The I, I think we I should. Um, so well. It's a big undertaking, and it was fun to do it like as a once-a-year Christmas thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe for the season, like not for the season, for the uh, show's anniversaries, because those are going to be in August. Um, we could do it, and that spaces out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we gotta have Phil Spencer on for our two-year anniversary. Yeah, we gotta work on that. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll then, ask Craig to ask. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every anniversary we have to have a, a somebody uh, higher up, executive higher up on the chain. Right. So, so then, after Phil, then we have uh, what's the what's the name of the new Microsoft CEO? Well, it's Satya Nadella, but there's a I want to say that the uh, devices and services VP is ahead uh, of okay. Phil. Okay. Um, uh, I'm not sure that's Panos. Anyway, one of those guys. And then Satya, and then I don't know, Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> we can do a, a Bill Gates, Steve Bomber, Steve Bomber uh, co-interview. Get him out of retirement. We could get one of the Stampers on this show. That would be something. <laughs> yeah, those guys barely talk to like online outlets, <laughs> let alone a podcast. I think they've done three interviews in the last yeah. twenty years. <laughs> uh, part of me wonders if they're even real people. I know, right? They're just uh, they're, some sort of... Um, they're a ploy. They're all digitally yeah. created. They were rendered in ACM. Exactly. <laughs> that would make total sense. They're what happens when like silicon graphics computers become sentient. Exactly. That's pretty much <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened. Yep. Well, already, I uh, think that's our highlights yeah, for... That's that's about it. ...for two years of Rare and Friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I guess well, one more highlight I probably should have included at the very top was I created the site. Yeah, and that was a the thing. There's that being the <laughs> new new fan site on the block. Yeah, so yeah, like that and moving into podcasts when I first um, 
I think I've told the story before, but I'll mention that real quick. How um, me and uh, Kev played basically a bunch of Halo Three online, and I think this was I can't remember. It was after. Yeah, it was definitely after I uh, started the site. We were just looking for like help with weird replay stamps. So I think I posted yeah. on DK Vine um, asking for help with like weird stamps. We're playing online, and uh, okay. then we got together, played some Jetpack, played some Halo Three. And then somehow I told him, you know, I, I just started a rare site. Um, hey, want to try a podcast? Maybe it doesn't have to be regular. It could be fun to do every now and again. And then we ended up with a weekly podcast. Woo. So, yeah. Pretty sweet. Which is basically our bread and butter. We don't, we don't do a whole lot with the site right now. Yeah. But eventually it'll grow. It'll grow. Yeah, we, got, we, we, we do have some reviews up and those are yep. pretty good. And uh, yeah, we'll have more. And I, anyway, I have an editorial uh, I'm writing for the site that I've been writing for literally 18 months, but uh, um, <laughs> I forgot all about eventually. that. Yeah. It's kind of the history of all the spinoffs, so it's a yeah. big project. No, I'm sure it'll be excellent, as is all your work, Jeff. Oh, thanks. So, bravo. All right, um, I think that probably about sums it up, though. So yep. uh, be sure to leave a like and uh, subscribe and a comment on this video Please. if this is on YouTube. Yes. You might be on iTunes. If you're on iTunes, you should just give us a five-star rating because clearly we're five-star kind of guys. Because Craig Duncan only appears on five-star podcasts. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so if you, if you want Craig Duncan we'll to be back, you have to give us five stars. There you go. There you go. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, like us on Facebook. Um, and I think that covers all of it pretty much. Yep. So, yeah. You guys have a fantastic Independence Day weekend, assuming you're in the U.S. If you're not in the U.S. and you're in Britain, I guess you can mourn the loss of America or whatever. And have a nice Tuesday. I'm trying not to cry. (laughs) All right. right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Bye.